Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Hey, Anita and I were walking through the grocery store the other day and we noticed something that got us to thinking and we want to share that with you today. You're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living Podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your hosts, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. Without a doubt, our favorite place to shop is Greenwise. At least our favorite place right now. Oh, yeah. You're speaking my love language right there. About <laughs> six to nine months ago, they built a Greenwise right about three minutes from our home. It's probably about a mile down the road. Now, if you've not heard of it, Greenwise is a little specialty store under the Publix umbrella, which is in the southeastern United States. Publix is a supermarket. So basically, their brand of more organic or natural foods is under their Greenwise label. And now they've come out with a Greenwise store. It's kind of dreamy. It's it's like a little Whole Foods, <laughs> yeah, I would say. Yeah, has that kind same kind of. of vibe to it. So it's like close it. by. We really love it. Like and it. we shop there all the time. The other day, we were walking down the aisles of Greenwise, and we kept noticing everywhere we looked packages that had the word protein. It was just a constant barrage, a constant ad of protein for this and protein for that. And it didn't matter which way you looked. It was on the right of you. It was on the left of you. It was in front of you. It was at the checkout counter. Yeah. I mean, protein bars, protein powders, protein shakes. And you'd think there's a huge crisis and of lack of protein in our society when actually the truth is it's the opposite. This is one of the things that makes us really sad to look at because, I mean, we have people close to us that are so worried about getting enough protein for themselves or protein for their children. And it really, if you're eating the correct way and you're eating a balanced diet, it should not be a concern. You should be about as concerned about getting enough protein as you are about... Getting enough oxygen, really. Yeah, there you go. I getting mean, as long as you're oxygen. eating enough food to get enough energy for your body to function, you're mm-hmm. getting enough, enough protein. protein. And we've talked about this before, and we believe, and the science shows, that the best source of protein is plant And that's really what we wanted to discuss today, because there's so much out there. In addition to the powders and the bars and the shakes, Mm -hmm. we've also seen different sources. You'll see milk protein under the name of whey. That's the most popular protein that you'll see. But it's also 
in the form of casing and products, which again, we've talked about that and how it does have a bit of an addictiveness to it, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of products use it that wouldn't really need that kind of protein. It's an added anyway. ingredient often. But then there's also plant in the form of pea, soy protein, isolates, and then of course, animal proteins. You see the the big Slim mm-hmm. Jims. Nobody needs that much Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tall Slim Jim. Um, but we wanted to talk to you about which source is better and why. Again, we say plants, but the science shows it. So what's the best source to get protein? Of course, you're saying plants, but how do you make sure you're getting enough? Really just by eating enough food to fuel the energy needs of your body. Right. Enough to fill your stomach. So there is a name for the, quote, disease that people can get if they don't have enough protein. Do you know the name of it? Odds are you don't. Why Probably is why because, have you never heard of it? Because for the most part, in first world countries, it just doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And so there's no need to keep worrying about, am I getting enough? How do I get enough? We want you to know that if you're eating enough food to fulfill your calorie needs, like Jared said, then you're getting enough protein. When we say the proteins are different, first of all, what do we mean by that? Well, obviously, the packages are different. You've got meat and you have plants. Now, plants have phytonutrients, they have anthocyanins, they have all the the different beneficial things that our bodies need. A.K.A. the good stuff. The good stuff. (laughs) And they don't have the bad stuff, like with the animal proteins, the saturated fats and... Cholesterol. Cholesterol and things that Mm -hmm. we've talked about previously. None of that in plants. But there have actually been studies that have looked at the protein itself. Mm -hmm. They've done that by taking out the protein. So like with peas, like with soybeans, they've isolated those proteins out. And studies have actually looked at that. There was one study that was shown in the Journal of the American Medical Association where they had 100,000 men and women that were followed over the course of 10 years. So this is not just a small study. It's a lot of people. And what they found looking at the data was that with animal protein, there was an increased risk of all-cause mortality. Now, studies have obviously shown that high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol, heart disease, and things that we've mentioned before. But this was looking at all-cause mortality. So all causes of death, right. Correct. They found that it went up. Now, Hmm. on the flip side, with plant protein, they saw a decreased risk of all-cause mortality across the board. So that must mean we need to go to the store right now and buy a bunch of plant protein products to put in our smoothies and to put in our snack bags, and right? Oh, (laughs) simmer, simmer down now. We don't have to get that crazy. No. Um, there is a certain amount of protein that our body needs, but you can get too much. However, and this is a little off topic, but they have found that too much animal protein can have an adverse effect on our kidneys, but the same was not found to be true with plant proteins. Interesting. Interesting little side fact there. Then there was a second study where they took 21 different studies that looked at almost half a million people. So they took all that data and crunched it together and what they found. And they were looking specifically at type 2 diabetes. And again, they found that people that ate a lot of animal protein found an increased risk of diabetes, whereas if they plant protein, they found a decreased risk of diabetes. So very interesting. Very interesting. Now, those two studies were observational studies. And what that means is they took data from studies that were trying to prove something else, again, crunched the numbers, and they were able to get these results. But 
There were studies where they did random controlled trials. And what that means is those studies were designed specifically to look at, does the specific source matter? And what they found is it absolutely does matter. All right. So let's summarize all the studies and the things we've talked about so far. So number one, you can get too much protein. You don't need to be buying all the different protein things that are out there in order to get the daily amount of protein that you need. You need to be eating enough calories to fulfill your body's needs. That's it. Okay, that's number one. Number two, while I say that's it, there is another thing. You want to be getting those proteins through plants based on the studies that we're seeing because the plant proteins don't cause disease in the same way that animal proteins can in the long run. Right? Right. Okay. And then the other thing is also when you're eating the plant proteins, you want to make sure you're getting a variety of foods because you don't want to just eat all bananas to go on the banana diet. (laughs) While that may sound really tempting to you, um, you don't want to do that. You want to make sure you get a good variety. Go back and listen to our podcast on the five foundational foods. We'll go over that with you step by step so that you know how to get a good balance on your plate. So what that means for you is step number one, when you're in the grocery store or you're in the health food store and you see all these different protein products, protein powders, protein shakes, protein um, isolates that are in bars and things like that, don't be filling your cart with that worrying about, am I getting enough protein? What you need to do is step number two, make sure you're getting plenty of plant foods in your life on a daily basis. And number three, make sure it's a wide variety of foundational foods, that that's how you're getting them onto your plate. If you don't know what the five foundational foods are, again, go back and listen to our podcast that is titled Five Foundational Foods. You'll be able to go through that and know exactly what you need to do in order to get enough protein. So really, the reason that you're afraid of it, of not getting enough protein in your life, is the fact that you've seen everywhere the ads, you need your protein, where are you getting your protein, are you getting enough protein? And then when you look at going vegan or whole food plant-based, you're worried about, am I getting enough protein? Because they've advertised to you that you really need protein. You're probably not getting enough. And you know where you get it? From animal sources. You're going to get it from meat and cheese and dairy. And so that's what you've been trying to believe. So it's time to shift your thinking and get away from the ads and what they've been putting across the news and the radio and the TVs in many areas of your life, especially in your health as well. Because we've been told a lot of things that really don't have scientific backing and that aren't true. And what you have to ask yourself is in this advertisement, what are they trying to do? They're trying to sell me a product Mm -hmm. and protein has become such a buzzword and it hasn't been overnight. I mean, it's been over the course of years and even decades. But again, like you said, you've got to shake the protein fear. Absolutely. You've got to shake the protein fear because the thing is, is I mean, I have friends who are just scared to death about it for their kids or and especially if they're in sports. Oh, well, well, I'm in sports. That's totally different. I need extra protein. Watch the video or that documentary Game Changers. There are a lot of people who are vegans, who are um, healthy plant based. They're are, elite athletes. I mean, high performing athletes. Mm-hmm. And they're doing great on just whole plant foods. Well, they're not even just doing great. They're actually doing better, better than their meat eating counterparts. Good point. 
Absolutely. Doing a lot better. And you can Google that as well and pull up different people's testimony about how they're vegan or how they eat whole food plant-based and they're excelling in their athletic endeavors. Well, how is that? And then you think about what are the strongest animals on the planet? I mean, I would think elephant would be one of them. What do they eat? Well, they don't eat meat. They're 100% herbivores. But there you go. Nothing but plants. So when next time you're worried about getting enough protein, look to the elephant, look to all the athletes who've gone before you who are thriving in their fields, not just surviving or barely making it, but thriving and ask yourself, where are they getting their protein? It's been great having you with us today. And before you go, make sure to send us an email at podcast at thecrunchycouple.com. We love hearing from you, especially any ideas that you have for future podcast episodes. If you're thinking, oh, I just wish Jared and Anita would talk about this thing or that thing, send it to us at podcast at thecrunchycouple.com. Also, we like hearing how the podcast has changed your life. So you can email that too. And if you're tired of spending all day long, just super exhausted, and you're ready to get your energy and your life back so you can do all the things that you were created to do, we have great news for you. The Power on Plants membership is about to open up. Go to the description for this podcast episode right now so that you don't miss out and get in our VIP wait list. We will look forward to seeing you soon and have a great week.